Hey, babes, we are um, sitting here talking about all the things going on. All the things. Don't you feel like there's even more going on now that, like, kind of life is starting yeah. back up? It feels like, yeah, it feels like we're kind of back to the races. But we're sitting in here at and Mary's new house, looking at her new shutters at our girls playing outside as we do this podcast. It's actually so it's not such the worst a pretty thing. It's not the worst nice thing. view in here. I love yeah. it. We're, 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 let's be honest, we're hiding in the guest we're room. We're hiding. <laughs> the only thing we didn't do right is we didn't bring in a bottle of wine. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was a little rushed. We'll do that after. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so tell me, how's life with four kids these days? <laughs> <laughs> My fourth kid being Chad because he's... Still recovering from shoulder surgery, which means he can't really do much with the kids. Or, you know. Yeah. I have little, little kids still. So lifting is not happening. Diaper changing. I know this might sound like he's trying to get out of diaper changing, but if you actually think about how minute of a movement things like that are, like... And he changing can't, a diaper. Anything he's really not supposed to be... He's supposed to be letting it rest and heal. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah, life with four children is... Well, I more feel for you, like, I know what I was thinking is that what's hard probably is that you can't leave because, like, normally you get, like, these breaks to go do something by yourself for a minute or two. But since he can't... Yeah, normally... help, he does... Yeah, normally lot, he'll like, get home and I'll be like, see you in six hours. Right, like, you're, you're... I always admire that about you. Like, you'll go, like, every, you know, you and I will go out to dinner or you'll go have a glass of wine yeah. with a friend. Like, but... I'm not saying you do it a lot, but or you'll go get but a manicure. But I'm really not now. Also, like he now you can't leave because you can't yeah. in case somebody needs to be lifted. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. So Reese is luckily when does that stop? A good yeah. Know. Reese is a good help. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. Yeah. Once once the strength. So the doctor we had a great post op with the doctor last week, and um, he said that it's it's let pain be his guide. Okay. Oh, that's kind of scary though, because like you said, on the days I remember when we were texting, you're like, on yeah. the days he feels good, he you probably do too much. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so then, guess what? The next day, there's a lot of pain, and then you realize, oh, and I then do too you, much. yeah, but it's like so anyway. Yeah. We'll get there. I mean, okay. listen, he's you know, he he's he's actually so grateful that he that the surgery itself is behind him, and yeah. like pain free zone is ahead. Yes, I'm sure <laughs> because he was living with so much day to day pain that yeah. this is. Um, still so much less than what he was living oh, with. Oh, gosh. So. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Good. So, what yeah. Else? Go shoulder surgeries. I um, know. Uh, so, our kids are back in school oh, for yes. one hour. Two days a <laughs> two week. Two days. So, our two days are already done and yeah. we don't get to do school again this week. But um, how did your girls do? Well, I'll tell you about day one yesterday. It was, of course, the day that um, my husband was at the firehouse. So, and since I have the two that are one's one hour and my oldest is two hours because they started them kind of staggered or whatever. Because that's convenient. Yeah. So we literally had three pickup times. Me and the babysitter tackled it yesterday. I took two hours off of work. And I had help. And I still took two hours off of work because one of us had to be at Jack's preschool to pick him up. The other one of us had to take the girls to school and then go back and take the other one for another hour later. So it was kind of a shit show yesterday. But you know what? For them, the smiles on their face. Like, I, I teared up when Mia, like, I forget what she did. She like she just was like, "Bye, mom," and like walked right in yes. and was like, "Hi, Violet," or whatever. And like I was like, "Oh my god!" Like this is what yep. we missed. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there was a lightness about, even though it's it's complicated at school right now, and it's you know the the process. Like I feel the teachers and and even the principal did a really good job. I don't know why I said even the, did a good job mm-hmm. of making it feel like light and welcoming, and there mm-hmm. was. 
balloon. So that part for the kids was good. I just still am like confused as to why it's so little. In fact, I was talking to somebody else who's like kids are our age and you know them and they, they go to over to a different school and they were like, what, what? I'm sorry, you're doing two days, two hours a week. Why? And I was like, hmm, our school just chose that model, you know, to ease into it, I guess. So answer your question it's complicated good for the kids yeah. difficult for the parents and I'm happy for them at the same time I'm so happy for them I mean yeah how was Reese? I'm annoyed I'm I mean, annoyed so at the lack of timing the lack of or the amount of time that the kids are in school I'm very annoyed by it but at the same time in the same breath she, like she's so happy that she's in school even for that one that, hour she I didn't mean, even know the difference you know yeah. so it's just that we know what they could be doing and so it's frustrating for me but I'm not well especially when talking about that other, with her so yeah um, but I, d- I totally had my like moment. So we got there yesterday. They were so well prepared for them, which was really sweet. Her teacher was out there and ready to go, blah, blah, You know, you can't go on campus. You can't go in the classroom. Right. It's like all this stuff. Um, but then when I was like looking at all the kids, they were all lined up on a star six feet apart with their little masks on. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, this is so not how it's supposed to be. Like they should all be like, you know, all over each other or, you know what I climbing mean? Like around. just climbing yeah. around and invading yeah. each other's personal space. And like, That's they should kids. be doing that. And so I definitely like, I was thinking about for some people who are, who are still feeling cautious about returning to school. Like if you've chosen mm. to stay with the distance learning, I was like, you should come and just watch these kids. That's because a really good point, Mary. I didn't think of that. They because it's ridiculous how compliant they are, and and I really applaud the staff and teachers because they are following the rules. I mean, so our teacher bought all of the kids in the class a pool noodle. Oh, and they smart. have to stay a pool noodle away from everybody. I know, it's and so they were trying to make it like colorful and, and fun. fun. Yeah, but I was like. <sighs> It's just, you know, this was my burst into tears moment when I dropped them, when I dropped her off and watched them all walk into their classroom. So they all had to keep their arms out like they were airplanes. Right. You know, so they like couldn't get close to one another. And I was like, this is just like literally the opposite so, of what socially, emotionally we're supposed to be teaching our kids. But you know, it's a global pandemic. What yeah, are we gonna I know. Do? And so I really but, do. I respect it. I'm not, it's not that I'm just, I'm, I'm missing the old days of I that stuff. Too. That's I, all. I think like what you're saying, it just hits me that like, when we're talking about how compliant the, also the kids are being, yes, what's, what's it's, that's great. Yeah. But what's also sad about that is that that's yes. what they. I don't feel like they were tempted to go run up to each other no. and hug each other. They just know that they're not supposed to do that. Yeah. So I do think realistically that will shift and change as things get better. They'll yeah. get back to their old like germ sharing selves. But right now, <laughs> yeah, this I was is where like, we're at. You know? There's still going to be no colds. These kids aren't getting close I to know, each other. I know. <laughs> but I do, I do think, I mean, I think it's so um, innate in children to be near one another. And so I think once the newness of it all wears off and things get better with the virus. Yeah. I think that that will go back. But I was just like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I agree. It was, it was so strange. I mean, I see. literally had like, I, I literally like, I said goodbye to her. She barely even said goodbye Same to me. Alex. She was just like, not Peace even out. like, yeah. She's like, bye mom. And then, um, and then I like, started to walk to the car and I like got, got sad thinking of her in a mask or all of them in a yeah. mask. And then I also was like, Oh my God, I have an hour to myself. I know. <laughs> oh my You're God. Like, what do, especially the, what am I going to do? Yeah. And I already, like, the boys were napping. Chad came home to stay with the boys while I took Reese to school. And I was like, oh, my God, I've got an hour. Yeah. But then you 
what'd you do? Because then you I ran two errands. Two quick errands. I ran two quick errands, then came back and got her, and it was yeah. fantastic. Oh, that's so good. And then day two was even easier because you know now they get to get the. So our school district, I don't know if anybody else is dealing with the same thing, but now that um, the CDC has advised that three feet of distance is okay for schools, um, they're hoping in the next three weeks to implement that. Why they don't implement that on day one is beyond me, but I'm just going to, you know, be appreciative that they're in school right now. And then um, today there was a big... Um, press conference with Gavin Newsom, and I want to touch on this yeah, for just I a quick second. He basically is just saying all schools in California, you need to do what you need to do to get these kids back in school full time come fall. Good. And like it was like a this is the law kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sure there's a lot yeah. of controversy that's going to come about because there's a lot of talk about his recall right now, and mm-hmm. I think people are. I saw you know some reactions right away like he's this is a last ditch effort to stay in but honest to god good if he gets all the kids yeah. back in school full-time let him stay in yeah, office let like him stay. yeah you know and um i was thinking i did read and i don't know if it was at the same article isn't there a law correct me if i'm wrong this law that they had to like change for covid it ends in may not that's the wrong word but that that it the deadline for that like um amendment they made essentially saying kids could do distance learning in the public education system yes in may so they'd have to reinstate it yes that to be the case for the fall. yes so originally they were giving they wanted people to have an option if mm-hmm. you either if you didn't feel comfortable if you had any medical reasons to stay home or whatever it was like they were they were actually going to try to extend that mm-hmm. into the next school year so that if you wanted to choose to have your kids do distance learning even though all the all it was an option to go back full time right. you could choose that there the, and his his um what he had to say about it now and i'm not even coming from a political stance i'm just just informing you of what was said his thing was like these kids for their emotional well-being more than anything else need to be in school with with their with their peers and my fear is and i think the Mm -hmm. logic is is that if we give these schools and school districts the option to do distance learning that because it's complicated right but that I'm not blaming it on anyone here, but because there will be families that choose to do distance learning for whatever reason, um, it it actually compromises the school's ability to teach in person because they Absolutely. have to evo- they have to provide both, and that's so hard to do. How do you provide Absolutely. distance and learning? And I am and- not trying to draw a hard line here. I respect everyone who wants to make their own decision about anything in their life. I just think I just that think you should if homeschool. if you want to if you want your kid to stay home, then homeschooling is for I sure. I think starting in the fall that has to be a thing, and I'm not saying that because I don't agree with people for their own reasons wanting to keep their kids home. I don't know why, yeah, and, but whatever, it's not my place. But then we need to go back to that homeschool model because it's affecting the school's ability to um, to run business as usual. Yeah, you know. So I don't think that they're going to extend it out any further. I think. What are these two doing? Oh my Sorry, gosh. We're here <laughs> girls and I don't, we're just going to let that fly. <laughs> I don't know what, what they're doing outside. <laughs> Re- okay. Anyway. Okay. Moving um, on. <laughs> moving on. They're tackling each other on the trampoline. It is like, a little awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so um, now that he's made this big stance, I'm curious to see. He's yes. not only, by the way, I should also um, point out, he's not only made a big stance, he's also backed it up with another huge chunk of money good to make sure that these schools can get open you know what resources do they need 
whatever. Yeah, so anyway. We all know nothing else can really move forward as normal. It just is getting, people are like, come on, you know, Disneyland's open. I've seen all these funny memes, but like, yeah. it's not funny. It, the truth is, is like, you know, us parents um, and our, okay, two issues. Parents can't get on with life as normal and return to work in person and or work in general. And kids are suffering. You know, we know this. Absolutely. This skyrocketing rates of anxiety and depression and all this really hard stuff. My sister actually brought up a funny point today when I was talking to her. She was like, okay, so remember when this whole thing started and we all had to basically like stay away from anyone over really 50, yeah. 55, 60, you know, because we had to protect them and they were yeah. all masked and they were all isolated. And then now we're like flip-flopping. So now all of the older generation they've all been vaccinated now they're all kind of like mingling about doing their own thing yeah and these kids are now being like isolated even more yeah right they're not really allowed to go back to school full-time or at least you know in our they have to be masked they have to stay away from one another like they can't it's not it's making any sense to me again yeah tell me what's happening because i feel maybe some other people are confused too and you're you're our news source like that they're saying like the 20 and 30 year olds i know that was happening before because they were not. They were less likely to wear masks and doing more partying and stuff. But aren't they getting this new variant more than? So yes, because the twenty and thirty year olds aren't vaccinated, aren't vaccinated yet, or the majority of right. right? And it's not because they're not. They don't want to get vaccinated. It's just because they haven't. They haven't been in the in the queue. Yeah, in the queue. You know. Yeah, and I hear people saying like really dumb stuff, like, "Well, this new variant only attacks kids." I'm like, "No, I'm pretty or no, young adults." I'm, like, I'm pretty I sure know. it's because they're not vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't say dumb, misinformed. I mean, you know what? Here's the thing, and I'm not trying to be like super uber politically correct here, but there's just so much information out there that I get it why people are confused, you know? Like I feel confused half the time. Yeah. What the hell is going on? So yeah. we're still, what, what was our title last week? We're in limbo. Oh, we're in limbo. Oh, yeah, I feel like, so, you know, things feel like they've moved forward a little bit, but yeah. yeah. So I think another big- for the fall. Yeah, seriously. And I think another big thing will just be going forward. I mean- We've chosen to be vaccinated. I know you guys have chosen yeah. to be vaccinated. I think there are, I think we're going to be surprised by how many people are going to choose not to get vaccinated. I think and so I'm just going to throw that out there. I thought you were going to say people who weren't going to that now decide to get vaccinated. I think I've seen that too. Where people I have are, seen mm-hmm. some people who had chosen not to before and then are seeing some um, restrictions to things. Yeah, if they travel. Either, yeah, so like that that the option is you either show that you're being that you've been vaccinated or you need to get tested every time you go do said activity, whatever. Yeah. And they were maybe, just like, Oh, forget this. You know, like I guess if you want to go to a Giants game, I've heard this. You yeah. have to either sh- like I think you can show your Vaccine. vaccination card as yeah. proof of it, or you have to be tested. Yeah, so all the you can get your people are talking about getting their card laminated now, which is smart. I did. Like, okay. Well yeah, duh, of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> Tony and I took a picture on our phone, so at least we have a picture of it in case we lose it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that thing's I think going to be required for a lot. Yeah. So I think they should just put a little sticker on your license, like they do the donor cards oh, sure. or something. Like I bet they will. They should. People will freak out about. That. I know. So that's okay. So this is going to be. I mean, this is yeah. not even for us to debate about. But I'm so curious to see the people who are now going to fight. You know, you can't tell me what vaccination I need to get and what I don't have to. Like, so now I can't go to a Giants game or now I can't go to. This is where it gets real. This is where it's about to get real sticky. And as a private organization, they'd be like, yeah, exactly. You can't come into our stadium. So that's what I said to somebody I was having this debate with. I'm like, well, I think private organizations. Yeah, Yeah, public locations. Like, I don't know if at a public park you can tell people. No. Right? But at a private organization, 
you can make up your own rules. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a really interesting, even though, um, like, what, it was AT&T Park. What is it now? Oh, who knows? I thought it was still. Oracle Park. Oh, okay. No, it's Oracle Park yeah. now. But it's privately owned. Yeah. So yeah. that, anyway, I yeah. mean, you know, you think that, you think that a it's location just, like that, it's, it's. This is going to continue with the debates with what this means. And I, I've seen it. I have to say there's somebody, there's, I've seen it. I'm not going to name any names, of course, but like somebody I know fairly well has really become uh, stick stayed <clears throat> in that sort of conspiracy theory, theory, theory <laughs> land right now. And it's just so hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I know it's just so hard. It's like, I the stuff that I see this person reposting and sharing, I'm like, mm. what? Like, mm-hmm. you really, do you have anyone like that? That you, I, Yes. I, and I would, I've, I've actually muted the person so I don't have to see it anymore. Yeah. Because I didn't, it was like taking my, it was putting out this negative energy. I'm like, yeah. I don't, she can think what she wants. Sure. I just don't need to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anyone like that on social media that you're just like, what are you? No, you know, I unfollow anybody and don't believe in any, what they're saying. I know. I, I know. <laughs> And I, and I, and I'm it's sh- not even because I don't respect, I think everybody's entitled to their own opinions, but, but again, like it's that, where if it's, space, if it's yeah. pulling from, if it's like angering me or upsetting me, like, cause I so strongly, or, di- yeah. you know, disagree with something they're saying. I'm just like, I don't, I don't have room yeah, for this. Bye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think that we are in for an interesting future, Summer, near future yeah. of, mm-hmm. um, this debacle that I think yeah. is going to happen. Um, yeah. that's, and I think there's going to be a big divide between those that are vaccinated and those that are not vaccinated. And I, again, I, I respect everybody's choice, what they do, but I think it's going to be a weird, a weird I situation. Of, I, I respect, although I'm just curious and we don't have to talk about this, like why people, if, um, you know, if there's medical reasoning, I get it. Um, I, from what I've heard from the few people that I truly do respect in my life that have yeah. chosen so far not to get vaccinated. And by the way, I'm only having these conversations with them on the, over the phone because. Yeah. They're not vaccinated. <laughs> they're not yeah. Vaccinated. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but the, but the idea is, except for people in my life that are just like anti-vaxxers. Yeah. Or just people that I know that are like, anti-vaxxers. Yeah. But like people who, who are just, who are not anti-vaxxers, but are like. There's so much um, skepticism about this, you know. Right. Well, there's no, there's no good long-term research. We don't know what this is going to do to our bodies. We don't, you know. And so, mm-hmm. I think that that's the general, yes. general. Yeah. I'm very much I generalizing. Think afraid it. it's going to like do something crazy to their body. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, who am I to say it is? And it isn't. I just took a leap of faith because I'm so over COVID. Yeah. And I want us to be able. And to And like, forward. I was, I had like a really. Uh, my sister is still away right now. She's coming home this weekend, but so she's been gone. So we had this really long conversation, like catch up conversation today. And we were talking about how it's like, okay, I, I get, I get it. If you have a fear of the unknown, right? Sure. But you realize at this point, you're either getting the COVID vaccine or COVID or, or COVID. It's so true. You're getting one or the other. Statistically yeah. speaking, you're getting one or yep. the other. And, so, and scientifically, you're way less likely to get sick or die from the shot than you are from COVID. Yeah. We can say that confidently. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, moving um, on from COVID. Moving on. Because, Let's move on um, quickly. And I only say quickly because I don't feel, um, honestly, I just don't even feel like we have the right to talk about this in depth, but I want to touch on the, learn. I want mm-hmm. to touch on the, um, on the Dante Wright. Yeah. God. Tragedy. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know how much. I mean, this there's been a lot unfolding fairly quickly in the in the story. Although the the footage came out 
very quickly. Um, since then, the police officer who shot and killed him resigned. Mm -hmm. The police chief of her, you know, first station Department. resigned. Mm -hmm. Um, they're not accepting her resignation. The police chief resigned? The police chief also resigned. Wow. Um, they're not accepting her resignation as of right now because they want the ability to still fire her. Mm -hmm. um, she's now been charged with second-degree murder. I'm wondering if it wasn't confirmed. I know it doesn't matter, but just a fact check. It might have been, was it her sergeant or her, like the, the person in charge of that police station or the chief of the entire department? Do you know what I'm all saying? All I saw, all I heard on Good Morning America this morning Not was that, because she resigned yesterday and yeah. then it just said police chief, the, the police chief resigned, wow. resigned today. Okay, that's big. So, yeah. um, was this the same police chief that was, was residing over the department when... Good question, George and I don't Floyd. know the answer to that. Maybe that would make sense, too, you know? I mean, isn't he already gone? Yeah. Sorry. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I'm assuming that you know all these things. But the point is, is, like, you, you've been... So I was just telling Mary before we got on, we kind of chat about maybe, you know, a few of the things that we're going to talk about. And I was like, I feel... I mean, how privileged is this that I had the option, and not, not that I consciously made this choice, but I was really busy with work. It was the week. reality of your life. The reality week. of my yeah. life is that I didn't get to watch a lot of news or, or tune in and... So I know about it clearly and it's, I was like shocked and, but because I don't have to live with that reality, mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I have the privilege of not really knowing about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is shitty. Like I don't have to fear that my child is going to end up, you know, yeah. um, getting misidentified Which honestly is or just like, killed just because of the color of her skin. So that, that in of itself for me to not know when you ask me like, what do you, yeah, have you heard a ton about it? And for me to be like, no, like that's privilege. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, I've heard about it. I just can't, I can't say that I know all the facts and details. I think it's like a listening and learning and just, I don't know. I, um, so God, I, my days are so mixed up right now, but the day that, that this happened and then there were riots in the streets of Minneapolis that night. Yeah. And, um, I didn't know what had happened during the day because I hadn't had the news on or anything. And then, so I got in the car to go somewhere that night or maybe I was just running an errand. I don't even know. So either this was Saturday or Sunday night or something. And I turned on, I'm such a dork, but I listened to CNN in the car. So yeah. I turned on CNN and they're talking informed. about, you know, <laughs> and they're talking about, um, that the, that they're going to be shutting down the streets of Minneapolis and they're putting in a, putting a curfew in effect. And I'm sitting there like, Wait, what? Why? Yeah. Why are there? Why is there protesting in Minneapolis right now? Yeah. What is even happening? And kind of like a, this can't still be going on. Like I yeah. honestly thought it was a protest from something that had happened probably in court on the George Floyd right. murder case that I hadn't caught up on. And then to find out that there was another freaking kid killed was just, of course, a black kid. Like, yeah. come. on on mind blowing and I know that me saying come on doesn't actually do anything or fix anything or go anywhere with it but like come on yeah I and this know. woman I mean I it know we're all most... preaching the choir but this woman who said that she thought she was grabbing her taser in reality she grabbed her gun and of course you know there have been so many Instagram posts this week that are like if you can't tell the difference between a taser and a gun you shouldn't be carrying either you shouldn't be carrying either and she was a 23 and she's a 26 year veteran who was on a train she had a trainee with her like she mm. was training people how to be a police officer that is unbelievable yeah and and I and I think most police officers and we we I mean I I know quite a few you mm -hmm. know a couple and um 
I think I know that's shocking to anybody in law enforcement who's who's good at doing their job is like, what the hell? Yeah. Right? Like I saw an interview later the next day with a police officer who was just like, Okay, I'm and he was like, I'm I'm actually confused because your gun is always on your dominant side, your taser's on your less dominant sides, right? So if you're right handed, your gun's on your right side. If you're and if you're right handed, yeah. your taser's on your left side. Yeah. You don't like mix them up. You don't mess that up. I, and I'm I'm not trying to like yeah. you know yeah we, I'm sure we, we aren't in those we're not yeah and I'm sure that that was life or death situations but, but actually then we also saw the video and it, yeah it didn't look like imminent it didn't look yeah. like an imminent threat yeah yeah I just why was she pulling for her taser quote unquote do we know like what was her well reasoning? she felt that he was being combative mm-hmm. um yeah okay yeah <laughs> that's her. And I saw another thing that I resonated with, which was like, even guilty people don't deserve to get murdered. Yeah. So there's a big chat. There's a lot of chatter. Yeah. Right. About, and I think this is definitely worth touching on real yeah. quick was that, um, he did have a warrant out. Um, I think he might've, and then I think he'd had a previous warrant. I mean, oh, he, okay. He had a history. Yeah. Uh, you know, this and is, if he was being a little bit combative, that's yep. normal for people being, I'm not, yes, I'm not he condoning was, it. Yeah. Yeah. Happens. Yeah. Um, he didn't have a gun on him. He wasn't that. trying to shoot. You know, I mean, there wasn't yeah. a, there, like yeah. you said, there, there wasn't an imminent threat. So, yeah. but there were, there was a lot of response from people of this whole, like, well, you know, he did have a warrant out. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. So we shoot everyone that has a warrant. I'm just, I just yeah. to clarify, is that what you're right? I know that's not what they're trying to say, but that's what it sounds like when you're defending well, the it's so black and white thinking of, well, he did something. I heard the same argument often in in certain circles of people well he shouldn't run from the police or well he shouldn't do that wrong mm-hmm. or well but it's like so if your kid steals something from the candy store or your white kid say they steal a piece of candy right which is, i know is like i'm using yeah, yeah. this example but it's technically wrong does that mean absolutely they should have a felony on the record for the rest of their life or you know i don't know get i shot? also like for for me for some reason um such a real moment was so at some point this week i heard in another news broadcast that um you know, these black, whether kids or men are being shot left and right. Mm -hmm. Right. For, we don't really know in the moment, like Mm -hmm. George Floyd was killed because he had a counterfeit $20 bill and he was a little high. Right. So he was killed. You know what I mean? And yet some lunatic, and I'm going to say lunatic, walks into a, uh, um, a Boulder grocery store, kills 10 people, and then is arrested. Yeah, without being shot and killed. Not yeah. shot and killed. Yeah. He's got semi-automatic weapons with him. Yeah. But we have him in custody? Yeah. I'm sorry. I know. This is mind-blowing. It's, it, it's really, it really is. And I think it's just, we have to figure out what's underneath this and it, we know that it's systemic racism yeah we and know what's saying, underneath it i'm not saying that cops are racist all cops are racist by any means but i'm saying systemic i'm saying racism that some are exi- yeah some are yeah for sure a lot of people are systemic racism exists it's causing it's i, I can't even um i follow quite a few like um like black authors and like like, like black women on instagram who are like we're planning to do these live events to promote their products or their books or whatever. And they're just like, we canceled them for the time being. Like we need to take a minute to grieve. Like this is unreal. They're living in constant fight or flight trauma or just like this, the reality that, um, this is happening. I just cannot even imagine. First of all, I can't imagine having a, a teenager 
But the idea that anytime that teenager leaves your home, right? As a mother, you're worried no matter what. But then to add on top of that normal motherly fear that a police officer, somebody who should be in charge of protecting your community, could blatantly kill your child. Right. If they're not doing exactly the right thing in the right moment, right? Like to that not, to that police officer. Yeah. Because most of these people aren't doing anything. No, what I mean, right? Yeah. Like, if yeah. Not, like I, I know I've heard a lot of, um, not a lot, but I heard, I heard an interview with like a black mom saying that she, and, and a black, and it was, I think it was, was it the dad or the mom? But she was basically saying that they had to train since their child was, their son was young. They yeah. taught him what to do, what to say with a police officer, like how to be everything except for competitive, to be completely compliant, just out of safety. And I'm like, oh, that's not a conversation. I mean, now we've talked about this before, but that's not a conversation we have to have with our with our white children. Yeah, we talk about respect, but we're not like, you know what? Make sure you do everything. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's fucked, you know, uh, honestly. It really is. I, and it's, the language. And it's just, it's so beyond anything that um, I think, it feels so completely out of control mm-hmm. and like not it, it feel, I know that, I know that, you know, there are steps that we can all take and I know that there are things we can do. And I know that there is a larger group than ever before that are trying to listen and learn yeah. and do better, but it feels so big, big. Yeah. Because when, how is it going to all change and come together? Right. It feels like this very slow movement yeah. towards change and it's just not happening quick enough. Yeah. Oh, I know. Anyway, I just, I, I really we, are. We can't not talk about can't it. Can't not talk about it. Yeah. Don't know how to fix it, but yeah. we will do. I mean, you know, I definitely, I certainly do. We can talk about it with our kids. Yes. Can- I certainly make sure that in our home, this conversation, I mean, obviously I don't talk about, my kids are too little to talk about the reality right. of chil- yeah. really yeah. children. I mean, he's 20 years old, but children yeah. being killed in a car. Yeah. I mean, that would be too, yeah. too big of a concept for my kids to grasp, but we do talk about um, we do talk about race and we do talk about how race used to be a really, really big issue. You know I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, so much suppression and, and yeah. how we're trying to make that, you know I mean? To just talk about it and be more open about it and talk yeah. about our cultural differences and our, you know, yeah. and, and similarities and yes. it's not colorblindness. It's recognizing, um, in fact, that I think, you know, up until five, 10 years ago, or maybe even more, a few years ago, I think widely and it was in the public schools there was a lot about or not just public schools in schools about color blindness yes and now it's like be colorblind yeah not. we don't see any color yeah totally that was like encouraged like mm-hmm. we're all the same there's no differences you shouldn't be pointing anything it's like no that's yeah. not true either yeah, recognize what's happening yes we need to talk about where we've culture. all been yeah and where we need to go together yeah. and how we get there and all of those things yeah. so i'm with you girl anyway Uh, I know um okay let's just like completely switch gears because this is so heavy and I but I mean it's heavy for that entire family so um okay it's so hard segueing out of those conversations (laughs) I know I know hold on okay this is this probably could be um viewed also as an as a heavy topic but we have to touch on it real quick it's a no no it's it's about the bachelor oh okay oh yeah did you hear the news today so on good morning america this morning and trust me i've perked right up to watch this entire segment i'm sure colton underwood who was a bachelor who was the bachelor several years several years ago sat down with robin roberts this morning and came out as gay a few years ago he was just a few years ago yeah it was just a few years ago 
um, came out as gay. Yeah. That's so fascinating. And so what's really funny is my really good friend, Mary, uh, when she, when, okay, so he was on, um, he was a guy uh-huh. on a bachelorette before, oh, okay. and then that's how he became a bachelor. And so yeah. I was, I thought he was like, he's so my type of guy. What? <laughs> I mean, he's like, you know, yeah. he's like athletic he, and yeah. light hair, blah, blah. So Was he a professional athlete? Yeah, he's a professional football player. Oh, he fell right. in, yeah. he checked all my boxes. Yeah, yeah. So I kept telling her, I was like, oh my God, Colton, 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 Colton. Yeah. And she's like, Mary, he's gay. He's oh gay. My gosh, and yeah. I was like, no, he's not. He's just, yeah. He's just he's just in touch. He's with his, just so in touch with yeah. his emotional yeah. side, and yeah. he's just the new era of men. Yeah. And like, she's like, "Girl, he's gay. Yeah. He's gay." Like, no. And she even pointed out like things. She reminded me today, like she's like, "No straight man kisses a woman the way he kissed women." I was like, "Oh, oh my he, gosh!" I have to go back and see. Yeah. He was like disgusted. So then, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, a uh, guy came out as gay today, and I think we're everyone's giving him you know a big round of applause yeah, for. Think- Coming, you know, sharing his truth and especially in the athletic world like he's in, it was really hard to do. He said that he said that um, in his entire career, even from like as a as a high schooler playing football, um, that any kind of a bad play, any kind of a negative play was called gay. So like oh, it was yeah. like you know I he threw a ball wrong and he'd be like, time. dude, that was super gay. And yeah, he, so he just automatically, you know. Connected with this negative connotation. So it's, I mean, was that that was like a thing when when, yes, I, when I was in high school? That was such a phrase. It was a phrase, and I'm so glad it's. I yeah, mean, I'm sure there are people who say it, but yeah, how harmful. So he so he said that at when he was six years old, he knew that he was gay. Um, but oh my gosh, when he was six, wow! But he fought it, fought it, fought it. You know, he was raised really Catholic. He was trying to do what he thought was right because that's not what the Bible says. Although I'd like to dispute that whole thing anyway. Not with I Colton. Know. Well, yeah. But I you, would like you to You dis- and I talked about that. Remember last week? I would like to dispute that entire thing. I don't actually think that's what the Bible says. Yeah. Because um, I think the Bible is all-encompassing and loving to every single love, human being. I love that. And I love your take on that. But I think and it's I the share. way you choose to read it. So anyway, yeah. I don't think that the Bible says that being gay well, is wrong. Well, I also think it was written in the context of what was going on. Yeah, then so in the I world. don't think, and so if we're adapting think, it to like now. Yeah, you, how could those? Hey things guys, we need true? to adapt. Yeah, like people, we have to. We've had to rewrite a lot of literature to adapt yeah. so that people understand it. Yeah, the Bible is the, the same way. Same. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, um, then get this. He said that the morning he found out he was going to be The Bachelor, like ABC called and was like, yeah. congratulations, you're going to be The Bachelor. He said that he thanked God for making him straight again. Like that like oh. that made him straight or something. Like so he said he thought now he was going to be able to get that fiance, that wife, the house, the kids, the dog, the and whole just, nine yards, yeah. and just pretend like he wasn't, his, gay. he wasn't gay. Yeah. Okay, so here's my one big issue because yeah. I'm applauding Colton all over the place except – yeah. For the fact that he had a truth, he hid that truth, and then he hurt a lot of people in the meantime. Yep. Yeah. So I so I I acknowledge it. He said he's the happiest and healthiest he's ever been in his life, and so big round of applause to him. In the meantime, you know, he ended up being getting engaged to a girl named Cassie. Okay. On the Bachelor. That's what I was gonna ask. They ended remember. up living together. They were together for a couple of years. They actually broke up during COVID because they were probably. Actually, I don't think they ended up, they were living together, but during COVID, I think they started living together and I'm sure that was a lot for him because right. yeah. he's gay and that's okay. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, I really, I'm, I'm like, buddy, you had a truth that you denied and then hurt a bunch of people. Yes. And you know, there are people that can live their whole life covering up that Mm -hmm. lie until it comes out, you know, years later or Mm -hmm. if not, but like, um, I know a story of somebody who was married to somebody for 40 years who came out as yeah. gay later, like her whole life felt like a total lie, yeah. you know? And yeah. so, yes, that's true. So I don't, I, I say it's, it's, it's better now to speak your truth than to hold it in because yes. you're just going to end up hurting people no matter what. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's not just, it, it, it's, it, and it, and he hid that because of the cultural pressure and, Absolutely. The, and the toxic masculinity and all that crap we could go but, into. But, and I'm just, I just want to share this because in case anybody that needs to hear this here can hear this right now. He was afraid of what his parents would say. Mm-hmm. Two biggest supporters now of him coming out and speaking his truth are his parents. Genuinely. Genuinely. Wow. You know what his dad. They probably the, knew. Of, of course. Yeah. Of course they yeah. knew. You know, yeah. but they, but um, he said that he was most concerned. I think he said he was most concerned about telling his dad and his dad said. I'm only bummed that you didn't tell me sooner. Who can I tell to take this weight off of your shoulders? Like, who Who do you... Like, I can see now that what you need is this off of you. Yeah. So who else can we tell? So oh, this is... like That's beautiful. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Okay, yeah. so the two people like, you're most... How can cons- I help you? How can I help you? Yeah. Because what, what he said was, I just need to tell people now. Yeah. Like, I need to get this out. I can't live this life. So his dad was like, who can I tell for you? Like, who can wow. I help you? Okay, so my now point is... Country, so we're <laughs> good. good. The world, America. Yeah. So we all heard, but yeah. but my point is, sometimes I think we hold on to things, thinking that we're going to disappoint somebody, oh. and it does not have to be about being gay. It doesn't have to be a be massive anything. subject matter. But sometimes I think we hold on to things, thinking we're going to disappoint somebody. In reality, everyone wants you to be happy and truthful. Yes. Yes. No if one actually. Your... No one would ever say to you, "I wish you had kept that a secret, so that I didn't have to know that." I I would hope they wouldn't say that, but no. there are. Well, if extreme, there are, then they need to go. Yeah, right, but those, the the people that send their kids to therapy to make them not gay. Well, anymore, I can't I can't even I involve them in this conversation yeah. because they shouldn't even <laughs> right? like the people we like. Welcome the people who love our, you yeah. in your life, your 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 advisory board, your yeah. good group. Yeah, they will never tell you that they wish you had hid something from them yeah. to make them they more comfortable. They may not know how to deal with it, but they'll be only happy for you that you spoke your truth and and, yes. and hopefully welcome you with welcome ar- with open arms. How can I help you? Yeah, yeah, and if they won't, that's another issue, and you got to rethink who's on your advisory board, as we said. So last. to speak, even if it's a yeah. family member, right? Yep. Like. It's shitty, but sometimes our family members, because of their own issues, Absolutely. don't have our best interests at heart. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, I do Nathan feel for. Colton, I'm sure that crazy. I'm sure that's hard for Cassie. I'm sure it's her. really a hard day for Cassie. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm sure that you know, and Colton's getting a lot of praise and applause, and I do think he deserves it because like, that was hard. And and meanwhile, yeah, her life was uprooted. Do no one know, do did do we know if he came out to her first? Um, I don't, but he did say that he, um, he didn't really, he did uh, he clearly didn't want to acknowledge that he, he feels, he, he feels terrible about their whole relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think it took her to help him really realize it. Yeah. He said that the reflection of 2020 was like, you know, I think 2020 has made a lot of people look inward. For sure. 
And I think that she's probably the, one of the people that helped him get there, but their breakup was tumultuous. Like this was not, you can, you looking back on it, this was not a him coming to his truth, telling her and her saying, I get it. I love you. Be free. Right. You know, go do your, they, I mean, she filed a restraining order at one point. It was like a tumultuous oh. breakup. Okay. So he, I think he was still fighting his demons at the time. Mm-hmm. He got suicidal. He did say mm. um, today in the interview. And that was when he really realized that that wasn't, what, what what he really wanted right but he didn't you know right. he either it, he, to him it was like tell the truth and risk all of that reality or don't be alive right and yeah. so he decided to speak his wow. truth and so I think that that's amazing and I hope that it I hope that it encourages other people to do to it sooner than then yeah yep yeah Wow, what a story. And I know. I, I feel like that generation, that like I feel like our younger boys, like our our boys age definitely, but even the boys I'm seeing in my practice that are teens are so much more open and generally like sexually as far as like um there's not as much stigma. Yes. But these guys that are now in their 30s, 40s, 50s and up, they still are living with a lot of that toxic masculinity and that fear. So I it makes me think about how many guys are probably married who are gay. I know I just kind of went a different route, but I'm thinking like, I'm sure. how true is this? You know, I've heard a couple stories. So, I mean, you do you know some people? I know some people. Yeah, I know some people who I've, I. Th- I mean, who I suspect. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have any yeah. facts. But yeah. I'm like, I have one factual where they came out, and a couple people, and I'm like, hmm, mm. yeah, yeah. Oh okay. boy! Well, what else were we gonna say? <laughs> TV? Do we? How long? Have we? I, feel I like- literally haven't watched any TV this week. Either have I. Um, oh, wait. Ginny and Georgia I watched. Oh, I didn't so. really. I did actually. And are you still liking it? Yeah, it's all right. Okay. Well, that, did, well, that wasn't a big selling yeah, point. Yeah, I'm, I'm not crazy about it, but I multitask when I watch TV unless it's like. Yeah, this, this is, is really good. Or something. Like. That's the hard thing. So I've sat down a couple times to watch um, This Is Us and my latest of Grey's Anatomy. But that, again, has been such a great season that I like really need to dev- yeah. like, devote some attention to it. But um I did catch up on some of uh, Million Little Things. Uh huh. That's a and, good show. I forgot about it a while ago. Yeah, it is. And there's a there's a um, drug addiction battle going on. You know, a, a hiding a, a relapse, and um, and then a, a another woman who's a retired army ranger or army. Oh, I can't remember which um, department she was in, but she has some PTSD that they're working on. And I like, love when it's like real. It feels yeah. so. This could be happening to my friends right now. Right. You know? And yeah. They're talking about, like, the real stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, she like she hasn't been there for 15 years, but she's now home. She's got a son. She's got to live regular life. But she's still thinking about the one person that she killed when she was in Afghanistan. Yeah. You know? And, like, yeah. real stuff. Yep. Yeah. That people all around us are suffering on a daily it's basis so, that we don't know. I am reading a book right now that I think is, we're talking about trauma. I know <laughs> we're going real heavy today, <laughs> but there is a book right now. Um, it's been out for a while, but if you are curious about trauma or have experienced trauma or whatever, the body keeps the score is the mm. most. And they talk a lot about veterans and, and war because that was most of the original studies on PTSD were war veterans, right? Yeah. So, oh, it's such, it's a, it's a heavy book, but it's a good book. The Body Keeps the Score, I highly recommend it. Read it in small parts. Yeah. It's a lot. It's heavy. It's heavy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think TV wise, I kind of like to pick stuff that I can fold laundry and or like return emails these days. Like I, I don't have any shows that I'm like deeply invested in that I, yeah. that I can't 
besides This Is Us that I feel like yeah. I have to be paying attention to. I am um I'm actually really looking forward so post the Harry and Meghan yeah um interview and now you know sadly Prince Philip has passed away yeah. although he was 99 years That's young. Crazy. That was yeah. so I mean really yeah. Um, but Harry has traveled back to the UK I to go know. to his funeral Let's and see. Megan has not gone, mm-hmm. um, claiming that her doctor said she couldn't uh, pretty sure she could have gotten a private go? plane. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying <laughs> like, it kind of made it sound like, like she, we can't risk her being on a public plane. I'm She's like, I don't wor- think she flies like, public. Down. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. So anyway, she's not going, um, but they're going to be broadcasting it because they can't even have very many people because of COVID. Yeah. I think they're only having like 30 people at the actual service, but they are broadcasting it. And I don't know why I'm curious to see like all the body language. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I bet they're going to be so mindful of that though. Yes. But, oh, I think they'll just be all yeah. stoic and not yeah. really move, but you know, we're yeah. going to be all trying to read into it. Like psychoanalyzing it. <laughs> I mean, talk about timing on his Crazy. death just weeks after that interview. I know. I know. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's all I got. Me too. I think we should go have a glass of wine. Yeah. And get these kids some pizza. What do you think? Yeah. And or, then can they go to bed so I can watch TV? I know. I know. <laughs> so I can get caught we'll up. We'll do some I, – I feel like I need to, like, um, check out Netflix and see what's on right now and what's good. I feel like there's not a lot in this moment. I feel like no, we're kind of at a No, Chad is um, uh, watching. If anybody is um, – oh, my gosh. Drug – what's the drug lords like the um, – Oh, cartel? <laughs> yes, the cartel. Oh, okay. Thank you. That's yeah. I can't yeah. believe you pulled that yeah. out. Um, the car- Ch- Chad loves cartel shows. It's crazy. Yeah. So there's this Queen of the South show. Oh, is that good? That I've he seen, is obsessed with. For it. Oh my gosh. So he's been going to bed earlier than me recently because of his shoulder, but every time I come up to bed, like, Queen of the South's on, and I'm just like, oh my god. I mean, there are, like, limbs being taken oh, off of people. So there. Like, oh, all those my cartel- god. Yeah. Yeah. I, t- I mean, he's. I told him he's not even allowed to have it on in, like, the family room TV. Yeah, like, like, he falls asleep right now because he's so he's so exhausted. Like, what are you dreaming about? Right if that's how you're falling asleep. Oh my gosh. Um, but so yeah, cartel. Oh man, cartel. Yeah. If if you Again, want a good cartel show, Queen of the South, but it's yeah, it's heavy. And it's violent. Really kind of intense. the theme of our podcast tonight. <laughs> Real intense. Oh, let's just leave it at that. All right. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and weekend. And we'll chat next week. Yep. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at heybabe.mk so we can keep the conversations from this podcast going, give you a preview of our imperfect and very real lives. Did we mention we have six kids, six and under between us? And be the first to find out about our fun events and offerings.